and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as Working Agent Nero and Ed as Working Agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. So we spent last time mainly investigating the strange house of Agent Exeter. Uh, which was home to several strange contraptions, books, seals, and other miscellaneous items. Uh, Nero even found a door in a cupboard that seemed to uh, lead to Robert Roberts' bookshop. But probably the most pertinent was the writing machine upstairs uh, that you deduced was writing copies of Leroy en Jean. It also seemed to be the author of the invites that brought you here in the first place. Probably most frightening was a cheat sheet filled with information about you and your lives, down to the last detail, including all your bonds. And another cheat sheet nearby, crumpled on the floor, with the real names of agents Vega, Roberta and Ricardo, and their location at a Boxer Hotel, room 616. Um, so we, we cut off pretty much immediately there last, last time, so uh, I can't remember who found the paper, but... It was uh, Nero bit of housekeeping to start with I with that sanity loss I have now reached my breaking point yes do you want to that's what I was going to retcon actually do you do you want to project onto a bond I would save yourself a little bit I would like to if you're going to be so kind (laughs) yes I will yeah that's fine okay so how many um was that I believe it was one uh which did you only lose one (laughs) I think I think so yeah Okay, so you don't need to roll a d4. Um, you, you don't lose one sanity point. You can get that back. Yep. For the time being. Um, deduct one point from a bond. Uh, lose one willpower. There we uh, go. I think that's it. And now I'm adapted to helplessness. And now you are adapted to helplessness. Okay, yes. perfect. So whenever you lose... Whenever you uh, fail a sanity check from helplessness you always lose the 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 least amount so a lot of times it's just you know a zero slash one check you you either pass or you fail and you lose a zero or one you'll you'll always lose zero from those um but if it's like a a a d6 or a d8 i think you still i think you still only lose one actually because you lose the least amount of sanity from that you can from the roll so so you, you know you'll still you'll still lose some, but you know it won't be, maybe it won't be a d twenty that you're losing instead. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, awesome. So you've just um, yeah just found um, these last bits of paper on the floor. And with reflection, does the handwriting from this machine, handwriting, the writing? Mm. I know it was almost twenty years ago, but does it? feels similar to the invitation that that we found for de Craig prisoner Ooh. whatever the number was um it doesn't from what you remember it doesn't seem similar no okay it, it, it'd be hard to kind of remember though yeah yeah that's fair enough that's you know what I mean it's a long time ago and the uh, the invitation though you remember was was very neat and and tidy mm-hmm. right. Uh, Nero shoves the the paper of work in his bag, and he he turns to Gonzo and says, um, "We can't, we can't let this uh, this machine do any more, can we? We've got to, we've got to stop it somehow." And then I'm just gonna turn to you, like the invites that the invites for those are their agents, aren't they? It's um, oh, it's all coming back to me now. Oh Christ! And then he's just got to look at you and go a bit white. He's like, I think it was us. I think it was us that exposed them to this. 
we don't. Oh wait, sorry. We do know Michael Vega was was one of them. Um, you know Michael Whitwer. Whitwer, sorry, yeah, Agent yeah. Vega. So maybe that Whitwer joined their their operation, and and uh, he, he he was the one who who we saw in the McAllister building or upstairs. Right. Run my hand through my hair and just think like, oh my god, does that mean that, that all those years ago we we set this emotion that ends up with with that do with him strapped to the the chair in the night into the bed of the night rooms. That's oh god, is this accidentally our fault? Well, uh, uh in Hull. I think uh, I showed Daniel that symbol. I just couldn't help myself. I, I, ju- I just had to draw it and show him. I think you're right. I think this is us. We- we've got to do something, Nero. Uh, Gonzo. I'm Nero. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Good see now. Yeah. We- we- we've-, we've got to warn him or, or f- find out what's go- going on. Maybe we can maybe we can stop Michael going in there and, 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 and save him. Save him from that 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 hospital gurney. Aye. Yeah, that that's that's what we could do, isn't it? I mean I still don't understand any of this, but if there's a chance that we can uh maybe undo a bit of our wrong, then yeah, I think we gotta give that a good shot. Alright. Um let's finish off in here and and make a plan when we're well when we're a bit of bit of safety, eh? Just gonna like straight myself up, stand up a bit straighter. Like, yeah. Okay, let's, let's um you're right, let's let's make sure that no one else can, can find these things. Um, looking at the printer, are there some bits that we can just remove to stop it working? Um You're not probably not. You're not sure. Because you, you because it's it's really quite unknowable looking at it. It's mm. it's so alien. You're not sure what you you could remove that would that would stop it working. Is there anything heavy in the room? <laughs> like a, um, like a, no, just, just something to hit it, basically. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to destroy it, yeah, there'll be you know a curtain rod or something. Yeah, something next door. Something. Yes, definitely. Smash it with a tiny grill. Just uh, two birds, one stone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we grab a um, curtain rod, a court curtain rod, and I, I look at Gonzo, uh, Gonzo and say, "This is the right thing to do, isn't it?" Yeah, let's let's just get rid of it all. He just starts wailing on it until it's deformed. Okay, so it it takes a good few swings to really start doing any any damage. It looks flimsy, but it. it it's actually of quite solid design and you hit it over and over and over again and suddenly it falls and its outside shell caves in and springs and wires and cogs and miscellaneous machinery like burst forth and from somewhere inside the contraption crimson red ribbons spill out and roll over the floor like so much simulated blood oh fucking hell hell. is it alive well it's not anymore um you Can I have a, just a quick look over over its uh, mechanical carcass? Yeah. Um, I don't know what you want me to roll, but just to maybe just have a look at its workings or see if there's anything, anything else. Yeah, I, I, I mean, roll... Roll your int times five. Ooh, 77 over. 77 over? Mm-hmm. That's oh, fail. Tell her, tell her mm. lie. At 71 under. Oh! 71 under. Fucking hell. Um, you have no idea how the machine works. Okay. <laughs> what was it going to be otherwise? You really don't have any idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. You feel remorse That's for killing ha- the maybe alive printer. Uh, That's a little handler secret for you. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, can I go over to the grill and I want to inspect it to see if I can just figure out if you know, some meals have been cooked on this or something maybe symbolic or sacrificial. 
The grill? Yeah, the little tiny grill. Yep, yep, sure. Um, it's, it, 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 as I said, it's a micro grill, so it's very small. Um, it doesn't look like any food has been cooked on it. Uh, there's paper fragments and thick ashes um, lie in the actual base of the base of the grill. Do you want to give me a search roll? Yeah. 39 under. 39 under. There's some fragments of paper that you can still read. Um, they are things such as Aldone, um, Yades, Uot, Yellow, and Phantom of Ch... Cut off. The fragments of paper are thick, fine, brown vellum. You can't really make anything out. I'll just relay that back to you. Like, I mean, it definitely wasn't for eating, so... Maybe it was burning the... The prints that went wrong? Or maybe it was... Something to do with this. I'm just going to gesture to the symbol on the floor. Yeah, and, and while... Nero's looking at the... Sorry, God, I always believe really do this. While Gonzo is... <laughs> uh, look, looking at the ashes... I'm just going to take a very crude sketch of the the seal and yeah. uh, I'll just say mm-hmm. sorry that the seal in the and the grill were just in the other room yeah the, the other upstairs room so if you want to yeah that's fine I just want you to yeah mm-hmm. um, I, what did you want to do sorry Jules? just take a very crude drawing to refer back to the Arsgoeta if we were to look at it to see yeah sure which uh, demon he might be referring to yeah yeah no worries right Gonzo um it's, it's been a. It must have been a few hours. He looks at his watch. I imagine it probably has. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you, you came in. He, he left before before dawn. Um, so I'd say this is getting to eleven, twelve o'clock. You've been a good couple of hours. Right. We surely we better go before he comes back and well, fuck off. I'm honest. It's uh. Do you think it's right that we're just gonna leave that? Ant monster downstairs. I mean, is there anything we could do just to stop? I mean, he's got a gesture around, like this. Uh, I, I think that, considering the display we put on yesterday, um, if we, well, if we were to do what we did at Sentry's uh, house and down in London, I think he might know that it was us. We were, we were pretty. Forceful yesterday. We need to play the the long game and be a bit defensive now. And you have just smashed the uh, machine upstairs. I was about to say we have just destroyed <laughs> his machine. <laughs> um, and we we've stolen all of his books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. You're probably right. Let's just get out. You of can it. intuit that he's going to he's going to know that someone has been in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave a note and say it wasn't us. <laughs> What it really is is that Gonzo hasn't burnt anything down in about a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got that hankering for the smell of ash. Gonzo uh, turning on the grill is like, pass me the paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The arsonist is coming back out. It's been 19 years. <laughs> that's why he, he got into cooking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Do a lot of barbecuing. Yeah. Right. Let's get out Roll of here. Let's, let's, yeah, we're gonna, let's leave him. We're going to leave. Get out of Dodge. Yeah. Swiftly leave. Swiftly. Absolutely fine. Head back to Dorchester. Cool. On our way, do we want to look for like a, a, a phone shop or like a, a second-hand phone shop to f- try and find a charger for the the Motorola with the occult symbol on? Yeah, I. You can you can easily it. easily find a charger for that phone. Yeah. No worries at all. Yeah. You, let's use part of your. Hundreds of thousands of straight away cash <laughs> <laughs> buy a phone charger. I'll take off the three pound fifty. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, so we do that, and then um, should we go to like a, a coffee shop, put it on charge, and make a plan? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Yeah, so we head to where would you want? Let's go to a Nero. Ooh, not prep. Oh, I hate prep. Actually, I don't hate prep, but. Um, <laughs> Such a London. Oh, Pret. Pret's the best. Oh, blow over. No, there's no really Pret's apart from London. There's like it's five thousand in London, and they're never really anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like Costas in every city. Yeah. You walk around the corners and the Costa, Costa little, Costa little. 
Anyway, anyway, middle aged, <laughs> middle aged, not middle aged man moaning. Is that You've a been a middle aged man for twenty years? Doing I have been. <laughs> so um, yeah, we go. We need to make a plan now, don't we? Based on this information. Yeah, we need to figure out what's going on. Let's go. Um, let's go get some light lunch and plan. Mm-hmm. Cup of tea. Cool. Yeah. Oh, coffee. Uh, it's been a long night. <laughs> True. Yeah. You're gonna actually need to eat something because it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you had got cake yesterday, <laughs> cake and tea <laughs> yesterday. Can I grab one of their anyway. um, all-day breakfast um, sarnies? Oh, that's lovely. Grim. I'm going to get something with flavour and then judge you slightly for what you're eating, but not say it out loud. <laughs> just entirely. Um, cool, so we plug in the the phone and just let it do its yep. thing. Um, yep. And let's just review very sort of briefly what what we need to... Address really. So De Craig, De Craig, that name, that name jumps out at me. Where have we heard that? That was on the the envelope and the invitation back in London, wasn't it? Prisoner De Craig. Oof. I'm just gonna scratch my head to try and think back. Yeah, I think you're right. You are. Then I'll get my phone out and start making notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have, and then I'm gonna put it on the table. I'm just assuming one of us has it. Uh, the the like scarred devil phone, um, Barbus's phone. Put it on the table like so. Got this, but we also have the number that he gave us as our like air quote handlers. So mm. you know, if they don't know that we know they're not the handlers. Worst case is we can just try and lure them somewhere and maybe see who else is involved in this aye you give us that phone so it, it must be compromised but that number was it star 616 you say uh, that's the same same number as the, the hotel room that um, Vega, Ricardo and Roberta are in that can't be coincidence can it Uh, Rich, could we the satellite phone? Could we call ourselves with it to get its number? Um, yeah, bear with me. My idea, Ed, is that if we can, we get them based on our plan, which obviously we will divulge. Um, <laughs> to call that that number. So maybe if they are in cahoots, they might think twice about it. That sort of thing. I don't know. You call your mobile numbers, and it doesn't work. Okay. Ooh. So it's a, it seems... A, yeah. Uh, well, one, uh, one call only. only. Uh, it's, it's going to this number, and that's all. I'm just going to push it across the table, but I think we should leave this as a last, last option. Uh, I agree. And he'd make sure it's off. So, we've got the, we know that, let's start from the beginning, right? We know that Glenn Berrier, Evan Gage and Charlotte, uh, sorry, Caroline Dillard have gone missing from Dorchester House. Well, actually, do we know that? Oh. We've just been told by this agent, inverted commas, Exeter, that they have. Maybe sending us into a trap. Well, I never actually thought about that. That's a... Uh... Oh, Christ. But why would you want us to investigate? Unless they know... Why st- Hang on a minute. Maybe they... No. Oh, I'm still- I think we need to go... Go and see for ourselves. I know what you said earlier, that... You know, this is our fault, that... That Whitworth... Well, whatever happens to Whitworth... Do you... Are you on the same page as me that maybe we need to forewarn them? Yeah. At least find out if they're friendly? I mean, let's face it, they're not going to be friendly, but we definitely need to let them know they're walking into some kind of trap. And um, uh, if they are being lured to wherever we're being lured to, then I can only assume they're on the same side as us. The enemy of my enemy is all that. Aye. 
feels a bit foolhardy just to go to the hotel and knock on the door or get them to come down. Maybe, maybe we can have a bit of control over this this conversation. Okay, what can we, we do? Um, maybe we get them to call call one of our burner phones, leave a note, make them aware that it's us. I know something like your friend from Hull. Oof, I like it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. That way, you know, maybe we we've got an idea of what's going on. Well, no, that makes no sense. But maybe we're not being <laughs> sent into a trap <laughs> again. Yeah. No, I. Uh, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Let's do that. So let's call, let's phone it in, and then maybe go and uh, actually see what's going on at Dorchester House. All right, and by phone it in, you mean contact the, uh, the hotel and leave a note message, yeah? Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we can't phone this in because we don't know who to phone it into. Nah, that's, uh, yeah, that's plan Z right there. All right, that decree cop, get your phone out, have a look, have a look at them. And I'll just literally just Google decree corp. Okay, um, what would you, what would you like to do first, decree corp? Yeah, I think we'll look at that while the phone's charging. Okay. So, the Decree Corporation um, has been defunct since um, maybe about 1930, after the owner and proprietor, Ian F. Craig, was jailed for... Murdering lots of children. Oh God! <laughs> no, he was he was arrested on suspicion of embezzlement from his company, as well as ordering the murder of a bookkeeper who was apparently blackmailing him for more than a year. But instead, three people uh, were killed instead of this bookkeeper when a bomb in her car detonates uh, without her in it. Um, there was a big trial. This is um, 1905. Um, this is like a big headline case for 12, 16 months while he's held um, in jail. Um, and then he's eventually sentenced to 50 years in uh, Juliet Prison. Juliet Prison. This is in the States, by the way. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, that... Um... <laughs> That's surface level again. Yeah. Um, you know. Like it out. Um, so, yeah. There's that. <laughs> I guess the night rooms doesn't really follow time. Guys, what am I saying? But I guess it doesn't follow time in a, a linear way. So, I mean, is that no. name a coincidence? It surely is a coincidence that there's two decrees, right? Could I? Could we recall the full name of? We know we. I think we both remember the fact that it said prisoner and a number. Mm. So. I think it's a strong suggestion that we might make a link between him, Ian F. De Craig, maybe getting the invitation while he's in prison. And I'm talking sort of mm-hmm. hypothetically. That's mm-hmm. he might have he might have got that. Like these these prisoners who have gone missing, or inmates, sorry, um, from Dorchester House may have experienced the same sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, roll. Um... Roll your history, John. Sixty-five under. Nice. Cool. Um, let me just find this bit of information again, real quick. Sorry, there's just um, <laughs> there's a lot to go through. <laughs> you find at thirtieth of August, nineteen twenty-five, Ian F. De Craig disappears from Juliet Prison. It is discovered that he has been bribing guards for decades. He created dozens of painted canvas backdrops, rolling set pieces and pieces of prop furniture. One item, a huge old looking set door, was brought into the prison at great expense in August 1925. De Craig disappears from a locked room during one of his days working on this set and is never seen again. Um, Montgomery Blazowicz, one of the last prison guards to see Ian F. De Craig in the room from which he vanished, 
reports that he watched De Craig step through the fake door and disappear. Just like we did. But the other way around, where we stepped through the, the fake fake door and stepped into reality as we burnt down the house. <laughs> and um, you remember a dream that you had where you looked around and saw miles of endless sets and uh, doors and backdrops covering the landscape and two people running through it being chased by a large figure. And then you heard from the door that you were standing in front of um, a voice say, ten minutes to Craig. Looking back up from from his phone, he just he makes all those connections and uh, and relays them to to Gonzo. Well, it seems like um, more and more people through history have uh, have been to this place. We're um, we're not the only ones. So, what summoned him there? Um, I'm going to assume the same thing that brought us there. And the same thing that we think brought, you know, Ricardo and Roberta and Vega there. That fucking symbol. The Motorola you got from Barbara's house activates and turns on with a boo 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 and then vibrates quite a few times on the table. Seems like loads of stuff coming through. That was good vibration, man. That was, uh, yeah. You've, you've complimented me on my vibration noises before, Ed, actually. You know what? Know. They constantly <laughs> impress me. It's, uh, it's like I'm there. But, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm just going to throw a throw a look at Nero and I'm just going to see him and look like see that he looks a bit you know, sand low so I'll grab the phone and uh, I'll open it cool so there's over two dozen messages um, from someone called Ophelia Citri looking for uh, looking for someone it just says where are you please call me I'm worried <sighs> over and over and over again oh and the there's also one uh, voicemail. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to play something. <laughs> oh, I'm mean, just waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh, fuck, I should have done one. I, <laughs> I haven't actually done one. There is there is one voicemail. Would you like to listen to it? Yes, please. Play it in the okay. edit. Yeah, yeah, pop it in, in the edit. Um, uh, the voicemail is from someone who, uh, who identifies himself as uh, Kevin Hardrick asking... Um, asking Michael Whitworth to turn himself in immediately. That's that's all that's on the phone. What? So this is this but, is Whitworth's phone. Think about what kind of skills you might be able to use on the phone itself to maybe discover more. Oh my god! How's your computer science? Because for someone who lives on the internet, mine's zero. Uh, I've got a decent. Let's be sigint. I've got a decent sigint. Yeah. Do yeah. It, do it. Take a roll at 20, a plus twenty percent, Jordan. Okay. So you slide the phone over to me, and I sort of look through it. Uh, Forty-eight under. Nice. Forty-eight under. So you learned that uh, it was activated on the 29th of June, twenty fifteen. It's one of those cheap SIM cards that you can get, you know, at any any corner shop. I think I said that last time. We'll say this is um, this is a bit more more intense. But with your with your SIGINT um, experience, we'll say that you you are able to do this. Um, you kind of hack into the SIM card, um, and it reveals um, that calls outgoing calls have been deleted, um, and they are to Ophelia Citri, to uh, a number you recognise as the Dorchester House main main telephone number. And another another number that you're you're not sure of, another number that you haven't seen before. Can you let me know the number? And I'm just it ends. It. it does end. It, it does end in six one six though. Six one six. Christ. If I give that a quick search, will it come up with uh, any kind of affiliations to companies or anything like that? Uh, no, not not the number. No. Mm-hmm. But if you 
if you put two and two together and think that this is Michael Whitworth's phone, yeah, yeah, where may he have been calling? So, where is he? Call- hotel room, maybe. Yeah. Oh, the hotel room from 2015. Yeah, yeah it, it's 2015 now. Yeah, it's 2015 now. Oh fuck me! Yeah, crisis is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what? No, yeah, okay, that makes so much more sense. Um, well, I think. Uh... Um, can, can I have a quick Google or search of um, Gerald Citry and see if his wife is called Ophelia Citry? You can. Um, it, it, she is not. Oh, okay. In fact, you can't find a single link at all. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> what a strange coincidence. I know. But there's a there is one of a missing Mondeo. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my Mondeo alone. <laughs> it looks like um this Ophelia Citri is uh, at a call back after that text that you said about. And if it is Michael Whitworth's phone, he's been calling the Dorchester House and, and probably this um this hotel. Uh, I'll also, sorry, I'll also just put in, it, it does seem like this Ophelia Citri is, is a wife or a girlfriend. That's the that's the um, feeling that you get. Okay. From the messages. Uh, what Are there timestamps on the differences between the Dorchester house and the 616? Um, not really. It's all within a couple of, sort of probably within a couple of days. Okay. Okay. That's right. Look, this... This changes things a little bit, man. We need to think because if he's calling, if he's calling the hotel room, and if he's calling the Dorchester house, then he he clearly knows something. So if he's been lured here, you know, they're already involved in this somehow. Well, not just that, but this person's asking him to and himself in for doing what? Oof. Is he? Is he? Uh, I don't know. Are you, what has he done? Okay. Right, let's do this. Let's call let's call the hotel, get that message left, and then wait for them to reach out to us. And maybe uh, maybe we give this Ophelia a quick call and see if she can provide any, informa- any information. Alright. I- I'll call the... Um, I'll call the, the, ho- the hospital. Uh, I'll call the hotel. Um, I think that you... Um, you've got a bit more of a way with, uh, with words, so uh, you speak to Ophelia. Okay. Good plan. Uh, yeah. Cool. You you call the the Boxer Hotel, uh, and someone picks up and says, "Yes, good afternoon, Boxer Hotel. Can I help?" Oh, hello. Um, I've got a couple of friends um staying in uh, at the hotel. Um, I, I, they might have used a pseudonym, but I believe they're in room six one six. Um, I've got a, a Michael Whitwer or a Daniel Lissette. Six. Uh, we don't have a room six one six. Oh. That's right. We have uh, it's the sixth floor hallway. One of them, uh, one side of the hallway is uh, it runs six thirteen, six fifteen, six seventeen, uh, and, and the other side uh, six fourteen, eighteen, twenty. But we don't have a we don't have a sixteen six uh, six one six. Oh, well, very strange. Well, thank you anyway. Um, I mean, you're welcome to come down and and, and have a look, uh, but. No, because I think the handler is setting us up for something. (laughs) (laughs) Internal screaming intensifies. Well, thank you anyway. Have a nice day. You're welcome. Goodbye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Um, They don't have a 616. um, And she really wanted me to go there and have a look. (laughs) And I'm sure that elevator's probably got one of those keycard things where you you can't go up. (laughs) Um... Oh my yeah, God. that's yeah. um, it's it's the bloody night room, isn't it? Six one six is the night room. I've got another idea. You you do uh, you call Ophelia uh, and, and we'll speak after me. All right, all right. Then I'll go back. Boop, 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 boop. Boop. Um, you you call a couple of times, but there's there's no answer. Can I leave a voicemail? Um, you can leave a voicemail, sure. Nice. I'll, uh, I'll wait for that beep. Hi, um, yeah, really sorry to bother you. We, we've just found this phone and just trying to return it to its owner. So, this is the the last number I can see has been called. So, um, 
yeah, if you could just uh, give it a call at your earliest convenience, we'll uh, we'll try and get back to you. Thanks. Nice. That um, that might just work. Well, um, look at the text. She's pretty desperate to find out what happened to him. So yeah, let's give it a go. Well, uh, hopefully we can actually say where where they are. Oh, but my, 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 other, my other thought was maybe we call this star 616 number and just just let let whoever answers talk see what happens quickly you know, if we recognise the voice I mean it's the best idea we've got at the moment but on the invite for uh, for those guys for Vega and Ricardo what date what date was on their invite uh, get out of the bag and have a look. What was it? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the date that was on uh, Ricardo's, not Ricardo's, um, Vega's invite. Uh, there was a, there wasn't an invite f- for that. There was only the cheat sheet. Uh, okay. So yeah, you yeah. found um, you found a couple of misprinted invitations um, that had uh, like mistakes in them or something. They they were discarded, but um, you didn't you didn't find invitations for anyone else apart from yourself. I uh, look Nero. We gotta assume that they're already gone. Let's face it: the phone calls, the phone missing. You know, saying that this partner that I can't find, can't find Vega. They're already in the room, mate. They're already there. It's only two months ago. Let's at least just see if we recognise the voice. I'll nod. But we um, once we make the call, we need to move fast because. It being a satellite phone, the phone, they might be able to track us. How's your uh, computer science? <laughs> Not good enough, mate. <laughs> ah. VPN, <laughs> VPN. Okay, yeah, that's no, fine. Make the call. Uh, yeah, so star six one. Turn it on. Star six. Uh-huh. Star six one six on the satellite phone. Cool. So you turn it on, and it yeah, it, much like the other phone, it, it turns on with a boo boo boo. The phone has 13 keys, 039 plus symbol and function keys. Each key has also, oh, it's actually a bit different from the text. It has uh, three letters of the alphabet on each key, as you would expect from one of these old phones. You turn it on and you're dialing star 616, yes? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Cool, it rings and someone picks up on the other end. It's a quite a gruff male voice. It says, it, it, very staticky as well. It says, yes. Uh, and before I say anything, do you recognise the voice at all? No. No. A hang up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, dealing with sanity and insanity is one thing, but dealing literally <laughs> with life and death, like, this, this organisation could properly fuck us up. I mean... I'm just gonna look across the table, like, get what you're looking for there, buddy. <laughs> the short, short call. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> there was a bit of static. No, no, a bit of static, and and someone answered, but I don't recognise the voice. So, like you say, last resort. Um, as Nero's putting the invitations or the the paperwork back into the bag, um, he grabs Asgoeta and says I think I need to read this at some point to see what what was going on or what is going on but right I'm just now I'm going to raise an eyebrow and I'm going to point to the phone like if that's plan Z that is plan Z plus one you you can't can't read any more of that, sh- that stuff it's it's taking its toll but well worst case scenario yeah let's let's try and summon a demon to fight for us <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh, we come a long way from choosing lunch. Okay. I know. Um, right. Let's um, go to this, this hospital, I guess. All right. Uh, should we call Doctor Richard F. Dallin to um, to make sure he's he's in the office, or should we just go? Oh, let's just go. Uh, let's let's just yeah. assume he's going to be there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Gonzo is a little bit apprehensive of this just because he's essentially if it plays out like he thought then 
it's almost like uh, his future's been written and that freaks him out. Yeah, fair. I would expect so. Okie dokie. You're going over to the Dorchester house. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I take it you've hired a car as well. <laughs> it's running well, everywhere. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a couple of bicycles. Just, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah, oh, I so think we... A lovely, <laughs> a lovely holiday. Ooh. Monday, did you say? Monday. <laughs> you arrive at the Dorchester house which is a big three-story kind of E-shaped building, capital E-shaped building. Uh, The building is surrounded by an attractive wrought iron fence with inverted hooks, um, seemingly to prevent climbing. Um, There's cameras and what, uh, with your SIGINT, Jordan, what you can uh, see is like motion sensors on the outer grounds. And a driveway winds up to, there's a little gatehouse with a, a little barrier and then up to a, up to a main car park. Who's right driving? Then. Uh, you? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll pull up. I'll be like, shoot. You anything you want to do before we go in here? No, I want to be in, be out. Alright, let's, uh, let's do it. Be in, be out. Cool, uh, you, can, you can just say at the gatehouse that, you know, um, Dr. Dallin's expecting you. Uh, you can give your uh, fake agent names and your wave through. Um, you park up in the car park and uh, enter into uh, quite a small reception room, and there is uh, there is a, a blonde lady sitting behind um, sitting behind a desk uh, in front of you. Um, she has a little name tag on that says um, "Registered Nurse" or "RN Ulrika Vors." Nero jumps across the desk and grabs her by the shoulders. Like, Where are they? Where <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, 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 uh-oh. It's your plan to get yourself committed. <laughs> nearly, um, nearly uh, copy-pasted something into Discord there that you weren't supposed to see. Oh. So this is the common kind of reception room. Um, there's a, some sofas and a, and a small table with some literature on. Um as you're walking up, will you both give me um, uh, a search roll, actually? Okay. 95 over. It's 87 over. Okay, okay. So the lady, the blonde lady at reception notices you uh, walk in, um, and she smiles at you and says, um, Oh, hello, uh, can I help you? I really expected her to be Swedish. Yeah, I was also expecting she her is, to be she Swedish. She is, she does look, she definitely does look Swedish. She studied over here and watched a lot of Gavin and Stacey, so she's like, just... She's definitely, she's definitely yeah, learn Swedish, English from Swedish-esque. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gabna. Gamma pap. So you, uh, you you pop up to the desk, and she's sitting there smiling at you. Can you both roll human for me? Okay. Sixty-three yeah, under. Seventy-five under. over. Um, Agent Nero, you you get this sh- strange smell when you when you kind of get nearer, and then you you recognise it. She smells a little bit of vomit, uh-huh. a little bit off putting. She says, "Oh hi, can I help you?" Nero like just holds his gag in. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we um we're we're here to see um Doctor Dallum. Ah, I, uh, what were your names, sorry? I'll just ring up for him. Um, my, uh, um, Agent Potter, and, um, this is, uh, and Nero has a utter blank of what, what your fake agent name is. Uh, <laughs> it's Jones. Gethin Jones. I see. Oh, yeah. She goes, oh, yes, of course, yeah, uh, he's expecting you. I think he'll be up in his office, so, um, I'll just call down, well, I'll call for, um, uh, head nurse Samajina and she, she can come down and, and, and escort you upstairs and she leans over to like a little intercom a little microphone and she presses a button um, and she says uh, head nurse Samajina to reception head nurse Samajina to reception and she comes back and smiles, smiles at you she'll just be a second got anything else you want to ask her? <laughs> well you're right there so um, strange business this disappearance isn't it? oh um 
Yes. Yeah, very strange. Um, I think you better talk to, to Dr. Dallin about that. I don't think it's... Um, we've been told... We're kind of told not to, not to talk about it, so... All right. And then coming through um, one of the doors behind her, which obviously leads further into the hospital, uh, comes through uh, another nurse. There she is. Good on, Esther. Yeah. Esther. Esther Samagina. She walks up and uh, uh, shakes both of your hands and says, uh, Hello, hello, yes. Uh, Head nurse Samagina, how are you? Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. Um, we're expected by Dr. Dallin. Yes, of course. Um, if you'd like to, if you'd like to follow me, uh, I, I will take you to his office immediately. Uh, 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 just <clears throat> while while we're walking throughout the uh, throughout the facility, just please um, do, do keep your hands to yourself. Uh, do Do you have any um, uh, mobile telecommunications devices on you? Um, yes, yes, we do. Um, you're, I'm afraid you'll have to leave them at reception for the time being. Uh, why is that, sir? It's a safety concern, you see. It's a safety concern. Okay. So, uh, can I leave my actual phone, but retain my burner phone? Um, yes, if you like. Yeah. Uh, do you want any role for that? Nope. Um, okay, so... Gonzo's done that. Nero is going to hand over his actual phone, his burner phone, uh-huh. and da, 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 da. Um, he will follow the rules and do the occult phone, but he will wrap it, wrap them in a. In anything, uh, a, a scarf or. Uh, so you got a little plastic bag. That's yeah. Fine. Ju- uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly to cover the symbol. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. In hindsight, taking the devil phone into. <laughs> into <laughs> Dorchester House idea. wasn't probably the best idea. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you want to, I hand wave it, you leave it in the car. Like, that's fine. <laughs> like, it would be pretty silly to bring it in here. Um, I think. Would you like to do that? I think we should wreck on that slightly, George. There's a few. I tell you what, actually, uh, Agent Nero, roll a luck roll. Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> Just fifty-fifty, mate. Thirty-eight under. Thirty-eight Ooh. under. Okay, you remembered as you get out of the car, you're like, oh, shouldn't take this in here, and you and you leave it in the glove box or whatever. And and by this, I mean me, and I stay in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going in there. Uh, but I do leave the satellite phone and the my own. My personal phone and yep. the burner phone. So three phones come out of my bag. And I, yes. and I, 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 I look at Ulrika and Esther and I'm like, you can never be too cautious, can you? Yeah, too careful. Esther Samagina takes you through the door that she, she came through um, and into the Dorchester house proper. Um, she explains that there are uh, two different wings. So if... Uh, like I said, it was a capital E. The left-hand side uh, wing is like a, a women's ward, and the right-hand side wing is the men's ward. The central bit is uh, the administration and offices and, and such like um, security, uh, security offices, etc. Um, she she does a little chit chat with you on the way up, explaining um, that the third floors of the facility are the uh, most protected. Um, where they have the um, most vulnerable patients, so everything is very heavily restricted on the fir- on the third level, and then as you move down, things get slightly less restricting. Slightly less restricting. Second floor, you're allowed your own clothes. Um, you're allowed this and that, shoelaces, for example, right? And then you, you get down to the first level, and the first level is basically you're nearly out, so um, you're allowed you're allowed a lot more freedoms. Um, she just she just takes you up a, a spiral staircase uh, in the main centre uh, administration building, and eventually gets to uh, a big uh, oak wooden door and gives it the rap. Uh, on the door it says Dr. Richard Dallin, Director. And from within, um, you hear her come in, and she opens the door uh, and ushers you in. Are you going in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you both walk in, um, and mm-hmm. in front of, or well, you walk into a plush doctor's office. It looks like uh, an, a, a classic English study with a wood floor and attractive stone fireplace. Every wall has ceiling uh, has a ceiling height bookcase, all filled to the brim with books on mental illness and associated medicine. One corner contains a large glass and velvet display case for a rock collection. There's a man standing behind the desk, uh, as you presume is Dr. Dallin. He's a large, large, tall, kind of stocky man with glasses and a short grey beard and hair. Um, he uh, walks over to you and says, Oh, hello, hello, uh, Dr. Richard Dallin, a pleasure. Please sit down. And he indicates two chairs in front of his desk. Um, sit down and straight away, do I recognise his voice from the satellite phone? <laughs> No, no, you don't. Good. I'm like, <laughs> every new character, it's like, <laughs> are you a bad guy? You're both sitting down? Uh, uh, I am. Yeah, I would also sit down. Awful business, this. Never had anything like it before. I know that the patients we treat here aren't exactly your average, oh, but this leaves like a stain it. on an otherwise exemplary record. Uh, we're hoping you can help here. Nurse Samagina can escort you around the hospital, and uh, I will try to help you in any way I can. He looks at you, Gonzo. Just a cold, cold sweat is just gonna slowly form on me. I'm not. I'm not gonna say the lines though. He's just, he's not. He's not being part of it. He's 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 got. He's just You're not proving going it to. wrong. He's like, no, I can, I can change this. I'll, I'm gonna say something different. I'll be like, yeah. Has this ever happened before? No. No, anything, nothing like this. Um, and he, he nods towards um, Nurse Amagina. He says, uh, "Thank you, thank you, Esther. Uh, that'll be all. Uh, I, I'll call if you if I need you." Uh, and she exits the room. Gonzo turns to sorry, fuck's sake. Nero turns to Gonzo, and um, <laughs> then looks back at Dallin and says, um, "When was it they weren't missing?" Well, it was uh, around eight p.m. on the twenty eighth of August. They all vanished from their rooms on the third floor. Um, each patient had been locked in their room, as they almost always were, sedated and under bed restraint uh, between 6pm and, and, and 6.30. Uh, these patients are on the third floor, so they are the high-risk patients. They need, to be, they need to be sedated and restrained. The first disappearance was noticed at uh, 10 past or 11 past 8 p.m. And then 10 minutes later, all, all were discovered missing. Um, and uh, obviously the disturbing writing was uh, discovered on the wall of Evan Gage. Um, he looks at Gonzo. You saw the photo, correct? No. <laughs> ah. I just got to look over at Nero. Like, I have not <laughs> seen this yet. It was like just absolute panic in my eyes. I'm just gonna like, grip the arm of the chair, like You're until just my knuckles it. go white. Yeah. <laughs> just, and I, I still, um, I actually still have a photo. Uh, and he goes around to his desk and opens up the drawer and uh, holds it up in front of you. And it's the exact match to the photo that you saw in the briefing. Um, carries on. There was no sign in um, any of the. Uh, uh, sorry, take two. There's no sign of a breach in any of the uh, doors or walls. We, uh, the state-of-the-art facility here, uh, uh, we would know if um, a door was opened. Uh, there'd be a computer record of it, um, uh, and, and even the computer log uh, shows no entries uh, between when the patients were put to bed and when the uh, door was opened to investigate their uh, apparent disappearance. So, it's all very bizarre. Um, you have the. Um, you have the run of the facility. Uh, uh, you can um, interview the staff. You can um, visit the security office. Um, you can interview patients. Um, you have free reign, uh, obviously. Um, I know of your... He kind of dims down a little bit now and says, I know of your organisation. Um, I don't know too much, but uh, I know the patients that I get here. So um, anything I can uh, anything I can do to help, any, any questions that you might have... Uh, uh, I will answer as best that I can. Ooh. I'm just going to look slyly over at Nero and just like, raise my eyebrow. Like, who knows? So you say we have, uh, we'll be left to our own own devices to uh, to continue this investigation? 
uh, well, of course, but um, uh, head nurse uh, Samajina will, ha will have to accompany you uh, uh, throughout the hospital. Uh, uh, purely a safety concern. We have a lot of, um, a lot of not dangerous patients per se, but a lot of uh, volatile and a lot of vulnerable patients that uh, need, need to be protected. So um, she will uh, escort you around the premises. But uh, uh, as I said, I've given... Uh, I've given orders for you to, to be let in any way you like uh, uh, and to do any investigations that you please. That's very kind. We'll um, we'll do our best to keep um, Nurse Samagina safe. Safe? S safe? <laughs> she's uh, from she's, her, from she, her she's job. escorting. She's escorting you, my friend. Uh, she she knows these patients. Uh, and she'll be she'll be helping out you, no, not the other way around, my friend. It's not, it's not the patients that I'm concerned about. Um, Anyway, um... Is it us? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are we threatening this poor woman? <laughs> I've worked out it's her all along. Oh, man. I'm starting to think we're the bad guys. Can I get my notepad out? And, mm -hmm. uh, I'm just gonna look at some notes. Like, so, the three subs... Uh, s suspects? The three, uh, sub-patients? I guess patients. The three, three patients, patients yes. That's the one. <laughs> yep. Got there in the end. Uh, were they... Showing any similar behaviours before they vanished? No, not particularly. They were all suffering from um, a range of quite distressing and uh, violent PTSD. Um, but they, they they weren't particularly showing the same sort of uh, same sort of thing as each other. No. Was there any anything they said repeatedly? Any mentions to certain? Monarchs or locations? <laughs> Monarchs? No, no, no locations, no, nothing like that. And how long have the patients been under your care? Oh, they've been here for... Oh, you'd have to see the notes, um, which of course I, I, I will give you. Um, uh, and it goes around his desk and opens a drawer. Um, they've all been here for a range of um, three, to, three to five years. Um, and it gets out um, three... Three folders and pops them on the desk. So feel free to uh, take these with you and, uh, and look them over. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can we? Uh, I'm assuming that we can't take those away from this facility. We have to do our investigations here. Yes, I would prefer the notes not to leave the building. Uh, if it is an absolute necessity, you can take them away. Yes. Um, and are are you able to um to give us a an administrative room that we can can lock. Uh, um, yes, I can provide a I can provide a room if you if you need one. Yes. Thank you. As you can imagine, if we were to take um, Nurse Samagina from her duties, we can we can collect uh, files that we may find relevant and and look over them in the comfort of a an administrative room away from patients. Oh, I was under the impression that uh, you wouldn't be staying for very long at the hospital, but uh, I, I should be able to accommodate you if, if needs be, yes. Uh, <laughs> y y as you can, as I'm sure you're aware, these things are never as quickly, quick as one might think, and uh, believe me, we we'd like to be out of your hair as quick as you'd like us to be out of your hair. Uh, yes, of course, of course. Is there anything else, or can I uh, summon uh, Nurse Amagina and she can show you around? I, I think... Let's um. Let's get yeah. yeah, get to it. Yeah. Oh, I do have one last question. Sorry. Mhm. Mm uh, where's the canteen? <laughs> there, uh, there are two canteens um, uh, on each wing that you are more than welcome to visit. <laughs> we might not have uh, uh, food that you're welcome, uh, food you're familiar with. It's uh, it's not about the uh. It's not about the food, it's the passion that goes into it. I'm sure it'll be lovely. Fucking wanker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate who I've become. He presses a button on the telephone on his desk. Um, he says, as I've said, uh, Samagina is, um, is very knowledgeable of the, of the building, uh, of the staff and uh, of the patients themselves. So uh, she, will, um, she will answer any questions that you, that you may have. Um, and of course, uh, I will always be here uh, if you need anything else. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Uh, and at that, the office door opens. Nurse Samagina pops her head in. She says, everyone ready? 
and we'll pick it up there next time. (laughs) 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 Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. Thank you.